This is the Man in a Room podcast. year is this probably the same as last week 2020 i did record an episode last week didn't i was it some sort of weird fever dream hmm. hello and welcome to this episode of man in a room how's it going we're back again like the renegade masters that's where we are we're here and we're all together now to talk about a bunch of stuff that might or might not pop into my head that's what i like about this anything could happen so anyway, um, lots been going on this week. Obviously, I launched the podcast last week. It was very exciting. I was like, "Yeah, I can't wait." I love podcasting. I like. I was waiting to like, get jump back in and start recording like the good old days. I was like, "Yeah, it's gonna be amazing." And then my computer turned into the biggest pile of poo I've ever used in my entire life. Like it was doing updates. It did this weird thing where I'd try and load it, and the desktop wouldn't load. So like, how am I supposed to use a computer without a desktop? That's just a bit weird. So I had to, had to press Control-Alt-Delete. had to then you know, load up the task manager or whatever it is. Also, quick note, if you have to do it a lot, if you press Control-Shift and Escape, it pops up. So you have to go for that annoying menu. So you get your task manager to pop up. You have to find Windows Explorer. You have to restart it. You have to stop it. You have to start it again manually by launching it as by typing in explorer.exe. And it's still not working. But then you worked out that you can still use the internet if you somehow get a, a window up so you can click on desktop and open up your desktop like that. And then you can get all your bits and pieces like Firefox links, you know. Get quite good at it. And uh, it's like, okay, fine. But when I finally managed to get my computer to work, after all that rigmarole, all that learning, all that muscle memory with key presses, turns out that it's laggy. My cockadoodle laptop is laggy so every time i want to try and record something even the smallest piece of audio pieced the smallest piece of audio it doesn't want to have nothing to do with it so like, i'm not going to do that having none of that you can jog on if you think i'm going to work for you mate i want to do what i want to do and it would record occasionally but then suddenly there's massive blank space of nothing and it's like oh sorry i dropped the audio there thanks for that maybe you should have told me when i was recording because then i could have stopped and trying to work out what was going on but no, uh, yes, I've been doing all that kind of stuff. And for some reason, today I was just doing a bit of uh, stuff. I was sending an email, you know, as you do, sending an email on your laptop. That's what people do on laptops nowadays, just send emails. If You know, you, you have your phone, obviously. You can send an email on your phone if you so wish. But it's a bit, bit chavvy, isn't it? So get your laptop out, you know, start typing away. That's what you do. people do on laptops now. They just type emails. They also look up like manuals, instruction manuals for various gadgets they've got around the house. Literally this week, I looked up a PDF version of an instruction manual, of an instruction manual, I should say, for my microwave. Because at some point I unplugged it, and when I plugged it back in again, the clock wasn't set. So then I had to try and work out how to set that. And my microwave is one of those ones that isn't very clear as much to 
my friends have noticed they hate the fact that they do all these weird key presses and all that kind of stuff and it goes on and so I couldn't quite work out how to set the clock so I had to look up a PDF version of the instruction manual of my microwave and I managed to set the clock it's like wee I'm one of those people that has to go around their house and make sure all the clocks are like dead on people think that's weird and I don't really care because I argue what's wrong with knowing the exact time oh yeah but you know I don't want to be late I don't, I don't want to be too early all this kind of stuff no you, you understand this time here this is an agreed standard that we run our lives on why are you not why do you want to set your clock quick why do you want to make it slow I mean I know people who do, my mum and dad they do it I don't understand why but they say it's you know it's fine I, I like it being set like that um, but yeah and uh, you know still understand what the time is even minus seven off or whatever and you know, I just like knowing the time, and I really, I, I have to have accurate time. Like it's, I have a clock in my living room that is like radio controlled, so it, I understand exactly what the time is, no matter what time of the day it is. Um, and it, look, if there's like daylight savings, it goes back an hour. Does all the, it's, it's amazing this clock. And so I set my watch to it. So I've got a watch, and it's always accurate. Like it's accurate. It's an accurate watch. I bought it because of its accuracy. And when people ask me what the time is and I tell them the time and they accuse my watch of being fast or slow I'm all like listen I'm telling you I know for a fact this is definitely accurate yet people seem to disagree I'm all like I'm not going to argue this I know that I'm right so what's the point and uh, yeah I also had that on each room as well I think there's one which is slightly fast no there's one room where it's slightly fast actually but that's just for a laugh that's in the kitchen and uh, I also have um, a clock that's six hours slow. That's so I know the time in Mississippi. Uh, that's so I know roughly when my brother's getting up. Because he lives in Mississippi. That's that's his story. He lives in Mississippi. I'm joking. There's, there's, there's many, many different facets to him. And in fact, at some point, he will be on this show. That's going to happen. Yes, I'm calling it a show. He will at some point be on here. And that'll be fun. So, uh, yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, it's like me, but there's another one. But he's slightly more... I don't know. How to explain my brother's sense of humour? It's almost exactly the same as mine. But he just... Uh, he delivers it differently. Uh, put it that way. Well, he won't say certain things I would... Uh, yeah. There's things I would say that he wouldn't and you know, vice versa. And that's always what's so funny about people's sense of humour. Um, but yeah. Anyway. Uh, I need to have a quick... I made myself a, a nice cup of tea. Uh, for the midway point for the podcast because I like having a cup of tea every now and again I want to say every now and again I mean at least like 19 a day right you hear me um, yes I have lots of cups of tea and I've made myself one I thought I'll drink that midway point and that mid that midway point is now and I can tell because I've got a, a, a colour changing mug and when the top bit starts to fade slightly when it's not as bright as the rest of the cup that's when it's ready to drink because it's that weird temperature it's a good method I like using colour changing mugs for that one reason and I've actually got a couple uh, this one here is my Rick and Morty one so basically whenever you fill the water up you, the, the portal appears like, oh look it's the portal from Rick and Morty and Rick and Morty are, are bursting from it on my mug isn't it amazing and then I've got another one which is a Mario one and um, I, I don't know which Mario it is because my friends also got a Mario cup at their house and I don't know which ones i've got and which one they've got i'm pretty sure mine's mario world i'm quite sure yeah theirs is mario one i'm convinced of it 
Anyway, this is really digressing. I'm going to have a drink and my cup of tea, and then I'll be back after this very short break. If you have any thoughts, comments, or questions, please do not hesitate to send them to show at maninaroom.co.uk. Right, so uh, today I visited a friend, and I got back quite late, actually. I left there as about quarter to 11, something like that, and that's actually quite late, uh, which actually didn't really dawn on me until I started walking and thought, oh, actually, it's, it's quite late. And it's very weird how at night, where the place that you normally walk during the day, no problem whatsoever, just becomes a fraction more scary. And, uh, yeah, it's actually very strange. There's certain etiquette that I've actually realised um, with walking at night is that you think everyone else is, is a bit of a nutter, but also everybody else thinks that you're also a bit of a nutter as well. Because who goes out at this time of night for a walk? Midnight walk on your own, mate. Bit weird. But, um, yeah, so there's certain etiquette when it comes to nighttime that isn't actually the same in the daytime, which is actually kind of interesting. I thought it was on my way home. So, say, for example, that I was walking on the pavement. I'd stick to the left side. And uh, I always stick to the left side anyway, just because it's in my head like cars. Because I cycle everywhere, you see. So I always stick on the left side because if this was a car situation, you'd, I'd be on the left, you'd be on the other side. That's how it works. That's the way the traffic works. Um, I think most people would agree with that. I don't know if that's actually something like a common rule, but I've asked people about it before and they've actually said that they agree. But when it actually is nighttime, that's stuck to so rigidly that literally you keep your head down, you walk at a normal speed, and then you basically do your best to sort of just get past the other person without sort of getting in their way. But during the day, it's completely different. During the day, People just do what they want, and it's like, okay, I'm going to just walk wherever I want, and I'm going to get in your way, I'm going to stick to the left side, I don't know, I'm going to stick to the right side, so I'm actually going to come, we're literally walking straight at each other. It's like, why are you doing that? You know that one of us is going to have to move, it's not a game of chicken, if this was the middle of the night, you would not be standing there, you wouldn't be dare, like, basically messing with someone that you don't know who it is. I'm not a nutter, by the way, just to clarify, though it does sound like it, and probably last week's episode didn't help that, but, you know what I mean? But during the day, I have to do that weird sort of... I call it the idiot waltz, which I'll get back to in a second. It's when, like, you, you, you know, two people get in each other's way. So they step one way, so they both step, like, right. So they both say, oh, you're in the way again. Then you go back again, then you go back again. And then that's the horrible chivalrous, oh, do you, you first, that, all that kind of stuff. Any other reaction just puts you back up. If they start, like, sort of swearing at you, it's like, well, they don't really swear. I've had people say, oh, thanks, or whatever. Anyway, to go back to what I was saying, you both start to step the same way, keep doing that, and I call it the idiot waltz, because that's what it's like. It's like a little waltz dance. It's like one, two, three. And I made that term up years ago, right? And I thought it'd be really funny to call it that and just to see if anybody ever questions it and say, oh, that's a good name for that. No one's ever been like that. And I've stuck with it. I was like, oh, you mean the idiot waltz? And no one's ever found it funny. Yeah, I stuck with it all these years. And no one's ever... It's never caught on. Which is like... It's, it's shocking. So this, I thought it was actually pretty good. I was quite young when I came up with that, to be fair. It doesn't actually make much sense. But it is like a weird sort of dance in it. It's like a little dance you have to do. And it's like this weird... Almost like a weird like ceremonial dance that you do. It's like... Get out of my way. But also at the same time... I don't want to offend you. 
I also want to say face, but I'm embarrassed right now. So I need to basically play this in a way that doesn't sort of make me look foolish, but also doesn't make me look rude. And um, yeah, which is quite funny considering the fact that as an English person, we actually are English person. Yeah, she's an English person. Um, an English person, we don't, you know, we're not, we, we don't want to offend people, but we're also quite rude. Uh, we actually are quite rude people. In fact, that's one of the things that made me laugh um, when when my brother actually came back from America, having a, he, he lives in Mississippi, like I say, he hadn't been back to England for a bit, and we took him to Poundland, and he'd never been to a Poundland before ever, and it was like, come on, brother, let's go to Poundland, and uh, he was just impressed that the people of Poundland were like just barging past him, squeezing by him, and all that kind of stuff, and not apologising, not thanking him, no nothing. It's like in in America, everyone's so polite, and it's in England, no one cares. It's like they just get on with it, and uh, yeah. And I said, I said, it's brilliant, isn't it? Just just go nuts, be rude to everybody, and uh, yeah. It's just I, I do like that about English people. Actually, that, that is it's quite fun. That's what makes us British. We're rude, we're self-deprecating, and all that kind of stuff, and by by jingo jelly jingo jelly i don't know what it even means i tried to say something funny but it didn't really come out that way i'll be honest i went out for a break and i made myself another cup of tea and i'm sitting here looking at it and i'm thinking looking at it thinking should i really have made a second cup of tea is that really a smart thing to do because i've now got to wait for that little top bit to go down again and it's not happening but it just distracted me it's like oh. Should I, it is quite late. It is quite. Should I have made that second cup of tea? Probably not. Anyway, um, this has been episode two of series whatever of uh, this. Thank you for joining me. I do appreciate it. And um, I will catch you again next week at some point. I don't know when, but we'll get it all sorted out. Speak to you soon anyway. Have a good rest of your day. Who is the man? Where is the room? It's some guy you've never heard of in a room you've never been in. For more information, head over to maninaroom.co.uk.